Welcome to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic Minute by Minute. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. It's happy hour. Let's get happy. Minute 180. Wow. Three Three hours. hours. That's right. Three hours. Way more than three hours of this podcast, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, In this minute, we see the survivors on the lifeboats. They get to, uh, they arrive at the Carpathia, Um, including our good friend Cal here. We see him. A couple things. He is offered a flask, which is, um, you know, on brand. But I will say this. This is a rare moment in Billy Zane's career where he is out overacted. <laughs> mm, I because everyone else on the boat is like shivering. They're I mean, life is terrible. And he's just sitting there in a suit with like his fist over his mouth. Like, you know, like when you're kinda cold and you're like, Oh, I just need to breathe a little bit of air into my into my fist. Just he, a little bit. He's just like, <laughs> Oh, it's not that cold out. Yeah. I just have to go out of the car. I yeah. don't need the jacket. He's the guy in the winter that goes out there in his, like, you know, uh, V-neck to, like, start the car. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't need this. Uh, everyone else is shivering, freaking out. Billy Zane plays it cool there. Um, We see Rose wrapped up in blankets. You know, she didn't go back and help anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> When's her absolution uh, going to come? Yeah. Uh, Rose looking like a vampire, by the way. Yes, and uh, and and Cal's absolution in that flask was absolute vodka, <laughs> <laughs> absinthe. Ab- um, so we see this shot of a lifeboat approaching the Carpathia. Uh, this fun fact is one of the rare shots from uh, 1912 that was actually shot on open water in the movie. Because, like, everything else is on that set. This is one of the few times they're, like, let's go out into, like, you know, the ocean. The Mexican waters. Uh, see, I'm not or sure. Or was this off not... of the Fox lot? Yeah, I assume this was, like, where they shot. I, I My assumption is this is, like, where they shot the Keldish at. Hmm. Um, but I'm not sure. And obviously everything else there is CGI'd the icebergs. and the... It's kind of cool how you see, you see all the, like, like there's a ton of icebergs. <laughs> Like, there's not just a iceberg in hit. the light of day. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> should have yeah, stopped. Maybe we should have slowed down. <laughs> yes. Um, also, this is uh, there's a few shots like this in the movie, but this is another one that is like directly lifted off the Ken Marshall paintings. Oh uh, um, yeah. So, um, and guys, I have, and this one's going to take more than one day to talk about the 29th deleted scene of Titanic. How long is it? It's very long. It's the extended Carpathia um, rescue. And I'm going to talk about what we see in this minute of it because it, it's sort of broken up. Essentially, it, it's like a six-minute version of the Carpathia stuff, and only some of it made the final cut. Um, okay. So we see uh, – oh, before we get to that, real quick, we see Molly Brown as well in the lifeboat in yeah. the 
uh, fun fact about Molly Brown, guys. She had medals commissioned for the officers and crew of the Carpathia for, like, helping save everyone. That's that was nice. nice. Yeah. Molly Brown, a, a great woman. Uh, but Not back to disagree de- with you there. Back to the deleted scene. Uh, we see more lifeboat stuff. We see, in fact, we actually see the uh, collapsible B with Lytoller on it on the overturned collapsible with like a bunch of other survivors, including Jofflin, the baker, is on there. Uh, and like this, so Jofflin survived. Yes. Um, and we also see like, slow motion, essentially, of, like, Rose, like, more of Rose, like, getting on the Carpathia, her being, like, pulled up there, other people kind of looking at her, someone offering her some, like, you know, some, like, putting, like, a coffee cup in her hand. Um, Does a St. Bernard come up with Brandy? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it does not. But we that do would see... own. That would be so great if just a big <laughs> just... shaggy dog with a cask of brandy around its neck came up to Rose. <laughs> <laughs> we we see uh, we do see uh, Bruce Ismay have like a walk of shame essentially through like the all the steerage and all the survivors, uh, and like everyone sort of ignores him, and he has this walk of shame through them, and a uh, and apparently, um in real life he got to the Carpathia and like went into uh like you know some sort of like quarters in there and just like was catatonic until it it reached port so sort of the beginning of his recluse lifestyle I guess dealing with the guilt of it Uh, but as Joe says he dealt with it just fine being rich dealt with it on top of a pile of money yeah um we also see among these survivors in this extended edition, the kid that Cal saved. Oh, I was going to ask what happened to that kid. Yeah. Um, Saved. Saved. (laughs) Saved by the Cal. (laughs) Um, And a lot more of like women and children. And, you know, we talked about this yesterday, but you know, a lot of them were just waiting for their, you know, kids or like older kids waiting for that absolution that never comes i know god and we also see for a quick second we see ruth uh on the boat looking for for rose she's got her buckle hat her muff buckle hat (laughs) uh then we go was probably very warm yes then we go back to what we see in the movie which this minute ends with cal walking down the stairs and i believe the guy that's a boiler guy I think the boiler guy is there uh, when he walks down the stairs that we see from like earlier in the movie. One of those boiler survivors, spoiler men, uh, he's smoking a cigarette. Um, so there's much more to talk about uh, for sure on Monday about this extended scene. But that's sort of the end of this minute here. We kind of cut back into the theater. I don't really version. hear anything that was needed. Yeah, the stuff that was cut here was definitely, you know, Cameron mentions it was cut for time, but it was definitely, a, it was a, a good decision. But there's a few more things that I, I'm i excited to tell you about next week um, that we see. And that's sort of the, uh, the end of this minute. Do you guys have anything about what we see here of Rose getting on the Carpathia and seeing some of the steerage survivors? What did the... Uh 
so just this is more real life history stuff because you guys know more than me like what, what were the sort of the reactions from the people on the carpathia to the scene when they got there oh that's a good question i i i, I it's been a long time since i read about it but i i, I recall it being like very I mean, there's a reason that they got that medal. Like, everyone was, you know, incredibly generous and kind to them. Everyone who it seemed, would. as I recall, it seemed like they did them a solid. They were yeah. nice. No, I don't mean it like the reaction, like, were they helpful, were they not? More just like, I mean, they, they must have gotten there and just seen just floating bodies all over the place. If, if they float, I guess that hasn't yeah. really been conclusively figured out. But. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and I, and I also don't know how, you know, because the only people that the Carpathia picked up are people in the lifeboat. So, well, I know that, like, I, I guess, but they still must have, like, I guess I'm just, like, um, you know, they're chugging their way up there. I, I'm wondering if the, I'm most interested by the, the disparity between what they expected to see and what they actually saw and whether there was a lot of disparity between the two things. Like, did they figured they'd just see the titanic like halfway down but still fine yeah do oh, they I, think where's the boat we figured oh it'd be yeah a big yeah like i were did they actually i'm assuming they didn't expect it to like be be totally gone right yeah that's a good point i wouldn't i wouldn't think so either like, i know that the, the the telegrams or you know the messages from the titanic were pretty dire by the end but i would also think the titanic was so famous that I'm sure that the the captain and the crewmen of the Carpathia knew its reputation and would have thought there's no way it could be that bad. Uh, let me look at some Titanic. I mean, we can save this for next week if we want to. We're probably going to be low on content again next week, so let's save it. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll do some research next week, or we all can on just like because I have some questions too, like how far was the Carpathia's pickup location of the lifeboats first where the Titanic went down, right? Because, like, you know, you would think you would, like, row to a certain direction. You'd probably just sit there in the water. Um, it, it, like, how much of what they saw. And then also just the Carpathia's voyage there. I mean, they had to avoid a bunch of icebergs to get there. It wasn't yeah. a simple drive. Um, what, if it, that, what, what if it was uh, the Kid Rock crews having to pick them up? <laughs> <laughs> Senator Rock Cruise. Senator Rock. Or just any of the, you know, there's a zillion cruise ships for bands now. It was like the Weezer Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> David Lee Roth zip lines to all the people <laughs> to save them. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely have to do some research because I think that's a really good point. Like, you would think they would think, like, oh, well, I'm sure we'll see this this giant ship, like, you know, yeah. tipped over. It'll be, like, st- like, ass up in the air and we'll see it from a mile away. Yeah. Uh, speaking of... Uh, Duff. Speaking of ass up, <laughs> could you tell us about some seaside monsters? Seaside, seaside rendezvous. Yeah, some uh, seaside s- rendezvous, baby. Sea monsters. Ah, what is that? Sea monster facts. Uh, circumventing the globe. There's a lot of sea monsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, one could argue that there's there's none because you could easily <laughs> sail around the world and not see any. Uh-huh. I'm fairly confident I would. You might uh, sail off the edge. Uh, <laughs> okay, Kyrie. <laughs> but uh, so I was looking into this. How did people keep track of their sea monsters? 
Excuse okay. me? The answer is that sea monsters would be added to atlases in the 16th and 15th century and before. So, Theatrum Orbis Terrarum is considered to be the first true modern atlas. This is from 1570. Okay. Uh, it was written by Abraham Ortelius, um, and it was a collection of uniform map sheets and sustaining text bound to form a book, which copper printing plates were specifically engraved. And basically, this was the beginning of uh, where cartography would take existing maps and try to make one of the entire world. And basically what they did is they would just throw in random sea monsters where they didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So in the medieval and renaissance periods, people didn't really know what was out there. And this is coming from uh, someone who, this is Dory Klein at the Boston Boston Public Library. So your knowledge of, uh, your, the whole of your knowledge, it came from folklore and the Bible, both of which are very good sources uh-huh. when, you're circum- when you're sailing around the world. And in that world, monsters could be very real and they were just part of this supernatural landscape. And so cartographers drew these creatures to adorn maps that would be on display in upper-class settings, such as fine homes or castles. And the maps made for navigators heading out on an ocean expedition would, also, would often be more utilitarian. So these are kind of for show. Also, it looks like looking at the map, there's a lot more on the uh, western hemisphere than the eastern hemisphere for monsters. Well, it's because we didn't know it was there. Yeah. Uh, the new world full of monsters mm-hmm. spoiler it's us <laughs> <laughs> that's sorry it took me a second <laughs> uh, so the maps that actually went out with sailors when they went to sea it would be much more practical um, but all these giant maps to just show the world so if you're in a castle or a manor or something in England it'd be full of sea monsters sweet uh Where's yours hung up? And <laughs> I need to buy one. I, first of all, I need a tapestry. You know, I was doing some research while you were talking, and I found on Kickstarter there is a monster atlas that has already been backed, which is an entire book of all the monsters sort of like this, but modern day. There's a gift for the rap mm-hmm. party. Yep. Uh, so when I was digging into... Um, the sea sea monster maps uh one thing i found interesting there used to be a long-held theory that every land animal has an equivalent in the ocean okay there were thought to be sea dog sea dogs sea lions sea Sea horses there's a lot of sea uh catfish so the the medieval imaginings were the literal hybrid of fish with the known land animal so I'll send over. These are not from that map I just sent you, but they're various maps. So there is the sea pig mm. or the Look sea swine. And then there's, I don't even know what. I think the artists are. didn't know what to do, and they just decided to put a few more eyes on the side. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I just throw a yeah. there. <laughs> oh, this is Smithsonian links. This is the realest it's gotten here. This is, this is classy stuff. Look at those whales. Yeah, it's actually a interesting article that's i don't worth. see that sea swine doesn't see very seaworthy to me 
go go yell at the Renaissance and medieval. Let's go to the Ren Fair and yell at them about their. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right. So so yeah, no individual monster this week, but uh, back in the old days. If you didn't know something, I'm going to start doing that. When I don't know something, it's like, ah, I've thrown some sea monsters. You can't prove they're not That's there. That's true. Oh, look at this. There's That's this true. one of this knight riding a big fish, it looks like. What's happening there? Yeah. Uh, it's King Manuel. Oh, There's... you might know about this, Joe. King Manuel of Portugal rides a sea creature off the southern tip of Africa. Uh, I didn't stay in his room at the mm. castle when I was there, but I do... Uh, I do know, I did learn about him at one of the historical landmarks well, I went to. Yeah. He used to ride sea monsters. Did they say that? I kind of do like the sea swine with all the extra parts. <laughs> <laughs> they have, like, eyes on the side of their bodies. Oh, man. I also like this giant lobster that has an entire guy just easily in its claw and is about four times the size of a large ship. <laughs> These were... So it sounds like we've seen... As we've learned more, tell me if this is a fact, Duff. As we've learned more about the world, These are all facts. we found that there are <laughs> less sea monsters than we originally thought. Uh, well, the whole a sea monster for every land animal thing probably didn't turn that's out. That's the first Noah's Ark. That's what happened. One, one for the water, yep. one for the land. Uh, but I do think, I think that if you were making like a 3d map it would not be unreasonable to throw a bunch of sea monsters in the deeper parts that we haven't been to yeah yeah i, I you know i mean that is that is sort of the unknown that's, is there is like that's where areas the, of the ocean the giants, that we have no idea it's where the the ninja and Gi- the, mega, the, the giant squid is. the megalodon uh maybe a fiji mermaid the real fiji mm-hmm. mermaid uh Anything else on on sea monster stuff? Uh, nope. Duff, if you were to take a transatlantic cruise, what percentage of your time on the ship would be spent looking out at sea, hoping you see a monster? <laughs> uh, that would probably be one of my primary reasons for going <laughs> on a cruise. Would you just be sitting there, if it was all-inclusive, drinking cocktails from the time you wake up until the time you pass out hoping that you see a megalodon or a giant squid i would be passed out on the deck in one of those like really long chairs even if it was like 50 degrees in the the north with like uh, with like binoculars draped like down your neck i would look like rose in that lifeboat but (laughs) (laughs) but there'd be 18 empty bottles of gin sitting next to you and binoculars there'd be a bunch of miller high life bottles And just every time someone walked by, I'm like, you see any sea monsters? <laughs> Did you see it? Did you see you it? To, you need to go to the Loch Ness, man, and hang out there. I'll go with you, Duff. Uh, I kind of want to meet that guy who just has his living making those crappy-looking toys. I mean, I, I, my colleague, uh, a colleague of mine, Courtney, went there and after we recorded our Loch Ness episode, and she said... The Loch Ness is very, very dark. It's hard to see into the water, and at its deepest level, it's like seven hundred and fifty feet deep. So, yep. so get a get a map and slap some sea monsters right. on there. Speaking of slapping things, 
Um, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Good segue. Go. You should uh, you should uh, go to iTunes and slap a five star rating on Titanic Minute. How's that for a segue? What are we up? What are we up to? We kind of stalled out at forty one. Uh, yeah, I think, last time I think I we're at forty one reviews. U.S. reviews. We've talked about this. Different countries. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Live different countries. Live update right here. We have forty different countries. Don't count. We have forty two right now. Whoa, Whoa, one more. One more. Let's see. I don't even know how to see Let's them. Let's see if they wrote it, a review. Did it affect our rating? We're still five stars, so we're okay. Not trustworthy. Um, we need to be 4.9. Let me see. It doesn't look like they wrote anything. Uh, the last comment was from May 25th, and I think, yeah, well, maybe the listeners don't know this, but some... Uh, Obi-Wan's boots said, <laughs> much like an iceberg, the bulk of my love for this podcast is below the surface. <laughs> sure, they share interesting bits about the actual movie from time to time, but it's the ran- <laughs> but it's the random tangents that keep me coming back. Thanks, for more. Obi-Wan's boots. <laughs> <laughs> you seem comfortable. Um, yeah, so you should go and give us a review. It'd be neat to get uh, a bigger number. I don't know. It doesn't really matter because, like, let's say we hit a bunch, we're done with it anyways. I guess we'll still yeah. show up when people search for Titanic movies. Can Just we write funny things on the survey that'll make me yeah. mad? Uh, all right, guys. Well, I mean, we, we made it. We're three hours in. We only have 15 minutes left. Three hours. It's incredible. We did a, this 180 times. I know. And we haven't. Have you done any? Oh, I was about to ask if you've done anything 180 times. but I've certainly failed 180 times. <laughs> <laughs> so we only. Well, now you've failed 180 yes. more. We only have eight or nine minutes of actual movie left yeah we have eight yep eight I, and seven, i think yep. i think next week is going to be our last full week of us stuff not happening on screen and it's not talking and and i want to i want to say this because we i think joe and i delivered for tombstone minute don't go away when it's time for credits there's still going to be content. Oh, that's that's those are the best episodes, I think, because then we don't even have to feel bad about not talking about the yeah. movie. Um, I've had guilt over 180 times. <laughs> it's oh god, it's uh, it's us unhinged, untethered. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna. Ha- I've probably had and, 180 night terrors yeah. over, and my we're gonna life. have a guest on for every credit credit episode. We'll, except we'll bring one, except the last one. That would just be that would just be the midnight. We'll bring boys. back some some old friends, mm-hmm. some enemies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it'll be a great time. Um, but hey, we're not there yet. Movie is still going. Never let go. Yep. Never let go. We'll be back next week. Till till his hand falls off, <laughs> and <laughs> you laugh and ruin the movie for a bunch of people. I didn't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm.